the wild, wild west. The state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness. The track hits your eardrums like a slug to your chest. Welcome to... <laughs> I think it's a good way to start this thing. We're gonna... We're doing another episode of Working on a Bit. So, we'll see how it goes. I don't even have anything to really think about. Here's what I'm thinking about. Here's me working on a bit. I'm... I'll just start saying it and see if it goes anywhere. I, uh, I saved. Now, here's the thing. Do I say a baby or my baby? This is a very big thing. I'm going to say a baby because I think it's funny. Let's see. Saved a baby's life today. Hmm? Anybody else? I don't think so. Not a lot of baby savers out there. Y'all look like baby killers. The weird thing about like talking about saving a baby's life now frankly, is everyone's going to think it's about abortion? Like, I almost have to, like, let people know if I'm declaring I saved a baby's life today, it wasn't by pipe bombing an abortion clinic. But anyway, the bit will go, like, saved a baby's life today. It's a fucking rush, dude. Have you ever saved a baby's life? A cute baby? Shh, it's even more of a rush if you save a cute baby's life. I saved a cute baby today, who's actually my own baby. My two-year-old son was playing at the top of the stairs because I'm a great dad. And I was just like, yeah, go ahead. Do what you got to do, man. Top of the stairs seems like a great place to play, you know? I mean, we could do it underneath the stove, underneath a pot of boiling water, but you know what? We could do it at the top of the stairs, too. So my son was playing at the top of the stairs, and he tripped, and he was started to fall down the stairs, and I grabbed him by the back of the shirt. Saved his fucking life. It felt amazing. It felt like it was the best drug. It, you, you, you think it's the best drug I've ever taken. And listen, that doesn't mean a lot. I haven't taken a lot of drugs. I'm saying saving a baby's life is better than alcohol, weed, shrooms, and uh, and uh, sucking on one of those keyboard spraying devices. It's better than that. I'm not saying it's better than fentanyl. I wouldn't want to get those people riled up, all those fent heads. But it's a big rush. It's bi- biologically re- rewarding to save your own child. It was the best drug I've ever had problem is now I'm chasing that dragon and now I have to put my son into increasingly increasingly dangerous scenarios to get my fucking rush and I'll do it too it's like hey oh hey Owen why don't you go those pit bulls sure seem to be pissed off over there why don't you go play with them I think it's bath time let me go you know what let me throw a couple toasters in there uh (laughs) no that makes it sound like I'm killing my son in a bathtub Uh, hey uh hey Owen what is that over there is that a plate full of grapes not cut up? The baby's ultimate enemy kills thousands of babies every year. Grapes, it's like God made grapes to kill babies. They're dangerous. What else can my baby do that's dangerous? Hey, Owen, why don't you, uh... I left the knife drawer open. Why don't you go fuck around with that? Hey, Owen, why don't you, uh... You know, Grandpa's truck that's up on, <laughs> that has bricks behind it, so, because it breaks, it's parking brakes don't work. Why don't you go play behind that? Hey, Owen, why don't you go play in traffic? There's this, uh, old folks home. I think you could go play in the parking lot there. <laughs> hey, Owen, why don't you go to this gun range and say how the Second Amendment needs to be abolished? <laughs> Uh, what else can my son do that's dangerous? Hey, Owen, why don't you try for your personal best on bench without a spotter? And I could save your fucking life. 
Yeah, it's a rush, man. I mean, that's kind of what I'm working on. Because then it goes into, I think I talked about this on the last working on a bit, which I make no promises that I will not be just working on the same bit every week. But then it goes into that rush is so effective that sometimes when I'm, when I'm on the treadmill, I imagine I'm having to chase after a kidnapper who just grabbed my son and it gives me more energy for the run. Sometimes when I need a little bit more energy, I envision a kidnapper running off with my child under his arms and I I just get amped. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll replace, I'll just repeat the same thing, but in a different way and see if it's funnier that way. That's also an idea of working on the bit. Sometimes on the treadmill, I just pretend like my kid just got kidnapped and I have to chase after him. 100% of the time, I get the energy to continue my run. The problem is with this technique is that now I know when I would stop chasing after my son if he got kidnapped. Turns out about after a block and a half of sprinting, I'm just yelling out shit so you could be a good dad. It's like, he's gone, man. He better remember fucking shapes and smells and, and signage and uh, count the turns when he's, when he's, when his eyes are covered up in the van. It's like, Hey man, just count, just count turns. What we're doing with my son now is we're teaching him how to say the street that he lives on in his parents' name. So that if he gets lost or taken, you know, if he shows up in like in a sex trade somewhere and, and the police break in and he's the light hits his skin for the first time in 10 years because he's or 10 months because he's been living in a fucking storage container servicing, you know, the Epstein's the people who are, you know, those people who in Epstein's Island who are having sex with kids are still out there, probably still doing it. And so my son would be in one of those shipping crates somewhere. And then the, the, the door opens and the sun hits him and he goes. <laughs> and it's the police. They saved him. He's finally gotten out of his own personal hell that he could t- t- uh, tell everyone that he lives on South Joplin Way. And they could get him back to me. That's why you teach him. They taught me my home phone number in first grade in case I got kidnapped. I still know that's the only phone number I know now. And it's it's discontinued. There's If you call 719 545 5702, I don't know who you're going to get. It's not my mom. And they're not going to give a shit that Patrick got kidnapped because he's 35 years old. I guess that's a nice thing about getting older. Like, you worry about death and getting sick, but at least you don't have to worry about getting kidnapped anymore. That was my biggest fear when I was a kid, was getting kidnapped. They made me terrified of it. Like, it was going to happen like I was a prized possession. Like, I was on the big buck hunters list of things, of guys who fuck kids it's like i need a fat one so we, let's watch out there was a guy there was a this was like the legend at my school it was M- monkey man and what they said is there was a guy who would drive outside the fence of the school in like a old school cadillac and he had a dead monkey on his shoulder and he would say hey kids come come look at my monkey and they would just pull him in their car and, and kidnap him. It was the legend of Monkey Man. Um, I used to always think it was a dead monkey. Everyone would say it was a dead monkey. So I imagine like a corpse, like a rotting corpse of a monkey on this guy's shoulder. But now when I say it, it's like, oh, he probably like a stuffed monkey. And it probably happened. I should Google this. This is probably, this is probably just kids telling themselves the news back then. It's like, yeah, did you hear about Monkey Man? <laughs> I mean, you could call him Monkey Man or you could call him Clarence, the guy who 
raped that kid that time with a monkey on his shoulder? <laughs> was that was his conveyance? Listen, I would, I'd go look to this day. But at least, I, you know, what I'm saying is I don't need to worry about that as an adult. No one's going to kidnap me. No one's going to, if you pull up next to me and say, hey, dude, don't you want to check out my stuffed monkey? I'll be like, Psh, go pound sand, fool. Get out of here. I don't need you, bitch. So that's one of the upsides. Let's see. Let's see. It's not the only bit. You think this baby shit's my only bit? Well, first of all, fuck you. Why are you even fucking listening to this? Come get me. Eesh. Who knows who listens to these things? Um, I think it's funny when I'm driving in my car and the, my car's chiming, just going beep, beep, for me to like put on my... Now there's a bell. I like when I'm in my car and the chime to put my seatbelt on stops chiming because it, it feels like my car is going, okay, asshole, just okay, kill yourself. Fine. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. Chime as much as you want. Let's see. What else is I, what else am I working on? Um, this is also, it's just on my mind. I'm sad. I was watching the NFL draft and I got sad because all the players my age are retiring. And it makes me sad because I was like, man, I'll never. Now it's now it's like a far shot of me ever getting in the NFL. I think it's just interesting how men's, and I'm going to say men, men's minds work. Is that it took me, took Ben Roethlisberger retiring at the same age I am to go like, oh man, guess I'm never going to make it in the NFL. You know, like I, I imagine most guys in the back of their head imagine that they are secretly good at sports. That there's someday there's going to be like, oh, what's this basketball? And oh, they're the best, best in the world. And not just like, I don't know, some guy who's going to die of heart disease when he's 40. Because that's what they are. So, you know, that's not really a bit. It's interesting. Maybe, it, you know, it's not the worst anecdote. Mm, so, yeah, I mean, listen. This has been a great episode of working on a bit. I got some shit out of it, maybe. Mostly not. But, you know, I think at least there'll be something in the feed for a week. I think that's a good accomplishment. So, thank you for listening. If you did, I'll give you 20 bucks. Just bring it up to me in public, in life, and I will give you $20 if you listened all the way to this. Okay? So, have fun. Make some money. Come find me in public and ask me for $20. Um, secret word, you gotta give me the secret word, razzmatazz. You, you come up to me, if you come up to me in public, and you whisper razzmatazz in my ear, I will Venmo, or give, if I it's on me, I'll give you cash, money, on the spot. Um, just so I know that you're out there listening to, working on a bit, and Go Time Friends, aka, an excuse to hang out, renamed storytelling we're coming at you live from Patrick's fucking basement. You know, we're going to change the name again. So don't get used to it. It's not like we are disappointing a bunch of fans. So we'll see you next week on An Excuse to Hang Out, the podcast.